WWE Setting the Stage is a podcast for WWE fans where I recap events, break down storylines and angles, and make predictions about where those storylines and angles are headed. Whether you're just getting into wrestling or a WWE fanatic like me, this show is for you. I will see you ringside. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Uh, Yeah, first of all, I know my intro still says WWE Setting the Stage podcast. I know... um, I've gotten a lot of stuff done as far as the rebranding, but that is the one thing um, that I'm still working on. I'm doing working on an intro and an outro, a new one, maybe with some new music and stuff. So uh, before anybody, you know, contacts me or gives me a hard time, yes, I know the uh, intro still reflects the uh, the old podcast name. So uh, but we'll get that straight because, like I said, I've been wanting to change the intro and the outro for a long time, and uh, hopefully we're going to find something good. I'm just looking for something good, so to give the... Uh, to give the intro and the outro a little bit of a fresh, uh, fresh beginning or a fresh start. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I do realize that, uh, I, I've rebranded everything, but that still says, uh, WWE setting the stage. Now it's not, you know, it's not a far stretch from the rebranding, you know, the podcast, the podcast is still called setting the stage. It just doesn't have the WWE in front of it for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to be exclusive to WWE. You know, like I want to start expanding to AEW, Impact, um, all those other ones. You know, I, I want to start uh, impacting that. And you know, if I want to do some kind of, you know, merchandise down the road or anything, obviously I can't use the WWE logo because that would be kind of copyright infringement. So, <laughs> you know, I can't really do that. So. Uh, so I feel like this was a good move. Um, I don't know if you guys have been able to look at the new logo. I think the new lo- logo looks pretty good. Not that the not that the old logo looked bad. I thought the old logo looked really good. But if you really re- really think about it, it's a little it's a little outdated now. It's it's uh it's got the Thunderdome in the background of the WWE setting the stage lettering. So, and we've been away from the Thunderdome now for what uh almost well over a year now. So, uh, but hey. It was great art. Um, you know, I I really thoroughly enjoyed that, but I think now it's time for a change, especially if I want to expand this podcast into more than just a podcast if I want to. And who knows? Maybe it'll maybe it'll take off, maybe it'll succeed, who knows? Maybe it'll be an epic failure. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? But you know, I got to I got to at least try to put myself in a position where I can make it a success. So, uh, if it is, it is, if it's not, it's not, you know what the old saying is, it is what it is. Right. So, um, but out, but without further ado, uh, and I'll, at the end of this episode, I'll, uh, I'll put all the housekeeping, tell you what all the different usernames. And I, I know I've been kind of bouncing back and forth with stuff as far as, you know, where you can get a hold of me, all the social media, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty 100% certain at least 99, 99.999% certain that nothing's going to change following this. Uh, like I said, unless I start a new podcast that has completely something to do with another subject, like, you know, football or something like that. But as long as it's wrestling, I think this is pretty much going to stick to, uh, what I'm going to put out to you at the end of this episode. So, uh, stay tuned for that. But the reason why we're really here is to talk about Monday night raw last night. Um, once again, Monday night raw was, uh, was pretty fun pretty fun. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think it had a little bit of a disappointing ending based on what we've seen the last couple weeks. Uh, but I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but still overall great show. 
uh, good stuff going on, good action, lots of um, lots of aggressiveness. I guess I would I would say is probably the best word to put forth. You know these these new storylines are pretty aggressive. Um, you have you know superstars that are adversaries really going after one another. It's uh it's pretty good. So without further ado, let's uh, let's get started. So of course, Monday Night Raw started out um, with Judgment Day coming out and cutting a promo, and you know Rhea comes out and says we run Monday Night Raw. Um, you know Finn Balor was talking about how he kind of just he destroyed Rey Mysterio last uh, last week on Raw, and then of course uh, Damian Priest talks about his match with Edge uh, in Toronto, Edge's hometown next week, and you know talks a little bit of stuff about that, and you know as they're going through all this. Um, Ray Mysterio comes up behind and does a sneak attack a little bit. And uh, he uh, he holds his own for a little while, but of course the numbers catch up because Dominic's not there. He's injured at the hands of uh, Rhea. And then, of course, Edge is not at Raw tonight because he's, uh, I guess Damien said he was promoting his match um, for next week. So, uh, But who knows where Edge really was. I'm not sure. But again, Ray Mysterio was on his own, so eventually the numbers caught up. And they uh, they pretty much destroyed, destroyed Ray with uh, uh, with you know, uh, oh, Finn Balor stomping the Kuda. What I can't even I can't really pronounce his finishing move. But anyway, he stomped pretty much uh, a steel chair into Rey Mysterio's uh, chest, and I guess this is going to write the Mysterios off off TV for a little while, and we'll see what happens when they come back. So your next match is, of course, the women's turn uh, women's tag team tournament match. Uh, this is the second. Uh, first round matchup of Monday Night Raw. Um, you have Asuka and Alexa Bliss, and they defeated Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash, I call her Ash, but it's A-S-H, uh, almost superhero, and Dewdrop. Um, you kind of saw this coming, because of course now this separ- uh, this sets up the semifinal match uh, between Asuka and Alexa and Dakota and Io next week uh, in the semis to see who actually goes to the final. Uh, so it's a perfect uh, opportunity for the two, two, uh, two, du- uh, two duos of ladies that have been going on up against each other lately uh, to meet in the raw. I call it the raw final, even though it's the tournament semifinal. Uh, so we'll see who gets the upper hand on that. Um, on the other side of this, I really hope the losers, uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, really get a repackage. Uh, there's already been rumors that. Dewdrop uh, may get her old name back. Piper Nevin from Triple H. Triple H might give her her old name back. Uh, but in addition to that, I really hope Nikki Ash goes away and we get back Nikki Cross from NXT, her NXT persona. persona. And early on, she was Nikki Cross when she came to Raw or SmackDown. I can't remember which one she came to first. But anyway, um, want her old persona back too. So hopefully with them losing this, uh, tournament tag team match they'll go away for a little while I don't know if they necessarily have to separate as a tag team I'm okay with them being a tag team but just instead of Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. let's go to Nikki Cross and Piper Nevin that would be a little bit better right um, we'll see we'll see what happens there um, next match you had Ciampa and Miz taking on Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali now of course we heard the we heard the uh, news that Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin had finally broken up as a tag team. I didn't know that was breaking news. I thought they had already really broken up as a tag team because they really haven't been the same since the Hurt Business went away. I know they were a tag team for a little while, 
uh, after that. But really, you haven't seen much of them on uh, on Raw anymore, especially since Sheldon, I think, was out with a uh, without with an injury for a while, and then they just weren't doing anything with Cedric except letting uh, Omos beat on him for a little while, you know. So, um, but I thought that was an interesting pairing that he paired him with Mustafa Ali. Uh, remember, those guys were pretty good friends and adversaries in the cruiserweight division. And, you know, having said that, I would really, you know, I don't think they're, they're going to do it, but I'd really like to see the cruiserweight division come back. I really would. Um, especially since Raw is three hours, you know, maybe maybe make that last hour worth it or one of the hours in there by maybe putting a little bit of a cruiserweight division in there maybe, but I don't know. I mean, do I think, do I think uh, you know, WWE needs the cruiserweight division back? Probably not with the... If you look at their roster, they don't have a lot of cruiserweights on the roster now. But um, but I will say, back in the day, I did enjoy the cruiserweight division when it was at its best, you know, when it had a lot of cruiserweights in the division. And also it made the cruiserweight title pretty valuable because everybody was going after it in the cruiserweight division. So um, I will say until it met its end and, it, you know, obviously the cruiserweight uh, title became an NXT title eventually. And, and even then, early on when it became an NXT title, it uh, it still was a pretty good title, but then towards the end when everything started to fizzle out and you know NXT 1.0 went away and NXT 2.0 came back uh, came came around, uh, the cruiserweight title went under and probably rightfully so. So I don't know. Um, maybe Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali will become a tag team. I don't know. Uh, that would be a pretty good tag team, and you could you could put a little story behind that since they've kind of. You know, we kind of were introduced to them almost at the same time when they debuted in the cruiserweight division years ago in WWE. So who knows? Who knows what we'll see there? Um, this Chomp and Miz thing—I'm I'm not sure where this is going. Uh, I'll get a little bit more into that later. Um, but you know, there's been speculation that you know Chompa's buddy uh, Johnny Gargano is coming back at some point, and I just wonder how. I'm actually wondering how the Miz is going to fit into all that. I don't know. You know, is he going to become? the adversary of Gargano and Ciampa and something or, or what, what's going to happen there? I'm not sure. So, or maybe it's going to be Ciampa and Miz and Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano. Cause you know, towards the end of their NXT run, Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis were together. So, you know, as you know, obviously you guys remember that storyline. So we'll have to see what happens. So then we have Drew McIntyre coming out and cutting a promo. Um, there were rumors or news stories that he was dealing with back issues um, and they had taken him off live events. So he was only, you know, being seen on TV and all that stuff. Um, but it was kind of interesting because he, <laughs> he addressed the back issues, uh, rumors and stuff. And he, and he kind of made a little light joke about it. He kind of said, you know, he's been carrying everyone for the last three years. And that's why his back hurts. And, uh, then he started, you know, saying, you know, we could get some really fresh matchups, you know, because, you know, obviously, you know, he's a SmackDown superstar now and he, now he's he's on Raw. So it, it, it's kind of interesting. He's giving this promo on Raw and maybe this is a little bit maybe this is a little small hint of what's to come. Maybe maybe the brand split is going away. Maybe it is. I don't I don't know. Um, but we'll just have to see. And how can he have back? And, and so like he started naming matchups that he might be able to, you know, have with different superstars. One was Ciampa. The other was AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. Those are all raw superstars. And Karrion Cross was the only SmackDown superstar he mentioned. 
And then, of course, Kevin Owens comes out, who's also a Raw superstar. And Kevin comes out and challenges uh, challenges Drew to a match. And he also says he's back as the old Kevin Owens as the prize fighter. And this is what I thought was interesting is Drew McIntyre, he has back issues, but he accepted the match from Kevin Owens. So um, they had a good match. I, I thought it was a pretty good match, pretty entertaining match. Uh until the Usos interfered and gave the victory to Drew by disqualification. And this is why I think they're making Drew out to be a strong opponent for, uh, and possibly a an opponent to defeat Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle, you know, because it's pretty much going to be in, uh, in, uh, in Drew's home territory, is, you know, he... He, uh, he, the Usos attacked him. He did away with the Usos, knocked him over the rope, knocked him out of the ring or something. Then he took a stunner from Kevin, KO, and then only to take the stunner, the Usos get back in the ring and Drew gets, you know, surprisingly gets up from the stunner and still destroys the Usos. So it's almost like they're looking at making Drew look like he's sort of indestructible a little bit. And maybe he's going to be a worthy opponent again, I will say, of of Roman Reigns and maybe we'll see him beat Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle because I, I think this is the perfect opportunity for him to beat him and if you've been paying, paying attention to some of the commentary even the commentary is slowly kind of hinting at that that maybe he's going to uh, maybe defeat Roman at Clash of the Castle now I think maybe WWE they could throw a wrench in there uh, to make it kind of to make it kind of keep interesting to make maybe keep you on your toes is that yes uh, Drew McIntyre indeed beats Roman Reigns for the titles, but then right after, uh, you know, Theory cashes in Money in the Bank and gets the titles from uh, gets the titles from uh, from Drew. So therefore, the crowd still gets what they want uh, in in Wales, where where uh, Drew still beats Roman for the titles, but then they also get their heart broken because then Theory takes the titles from Drew. Because I imagine what's going to happen is if Drew wins these titles. He's probably going to get a beat down from the bloodline. I mean, that's kind of, that's going to probably be coming, I, w- I would imagine. So, perfect opportunity for Theory again to come down and possibly cash in. So, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. I, I could see WWE throwing a wrench into it like that where they still let Drew beat Roman, but then Ro- uh, Drew gets beat for the titles right afterwards. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, then we had a Seth Rollins at Romo, uh, Romo, Riddle promo. Um, now I thought real, I thought this was kind of good. Riddle kind of pulled a fast one on Seth by pretending like he was in his, I think his mom's basement or something, talking to Seth from home and still recovering, but also telling Seth that he's, he's cleared to wrestle now where then he just, uh, he just reveals out of the blue right after Seth says certain things during the promo and he says, no, I'm actually here. And you see that he's backstage and he comes down and he and Seth brawl a little bit and Riddle gets the upper hand and, and obviously Riddle eventually um, ends up challenging Seth to a match at Clash of the Castle. Um, now, I think as of today, the, ne- the next day, um, they said that match is official, but as far as I saw on Raw, um, Riddle had just put out the challenge. I didn't know Seth had answered it, but apparently maybe Seth has answered it and maybe that's going to be a match now. It, it's being listed as an official match now, so... I guess, I guess, and we kind of knew it was going to be official match since, since of course, they delayed it uh, at SummerSlam. So, have to see how that goes. 
Um, so Veer, Veer Mahan returned to Monday Night Raw, and as usual, he uh, he squad. Well, this jobber, which I can't remember his name, um, which I probably shouldn't remember his name anyway. Um, he uh, he he gave Veer a little bit of a little bit of a challenge for a few minutes, uh, just to make I guess just to make the match interesting. Um, but then Veer obviously after a while got the upper hand and and defeated this guy and. Uh, Yep, same as usual business for Veer Mahan. So I'm not sure what Triple H is going to do with Veer Mahan yet. Um, seems like it's business as usual, so we'll just see see what happens going forward. Um, then uh, next up was the United States Championship match. Um, this was a very good match, obviously, between Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. Very, very good. I thought it was a very good, lengthy match. I uh, ended up with Bobby Lashley retaining the title. But there was some outside interference once again. Um, Miz and Ciampa tried to interfere in the match, but Dexter Loomis shows back up um, behind the uh, behind the barriers and gets over where the announce table is. and And I guess it looks like he's going after Miz and Ciampa. I don't know. I can't really tell because, like I said, the security guards um, get to him before that happens. So we're we're not sure now. Obviously. I don't know if most people out there think that, you know, Dexter Loomis coming in and uh, coming in and trying to jump the barrier is random. But as you notice so far, it's only been during matches where um, matches where Miz, Ciampa, AJ Styles and even Bobby Lashley are involved. All four of those guys are involved in those matches. That's where Dexter Loomis is is jumping the barrier or trying to jump the barrier and get to the thing. Now, we're not sure who he's trying to be allies with. We're not sure who he's trying to be enemies with. Um, but it seems to center around those four individuals. Um, who knows? Maybe it's simple as Dexter Loomis wants the United States championship. I don't know. Um, but like I said, it doesn't seem as random as it does when you first see it where, you know, it just seems like he's kind of out there um, just kind of jumping the barrier and causing chaos. So it seems to have something to do with with one or a couple of these four individuals being the Miz, Ciampa, um, Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. We're just not sure who yet. So at least I'm not sure who. Maybe maybe you guys have a have an inside scoop on that, but I don't have any inside scoop on that. I'm I'm just paying attention to where he's coming out at. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what Dexter Loomis's uh, intentions are. Um. So <laughs> next match we had Dakota Kai in a singles match with Dana Brooke, and for the second week in a row. Uh, they take a shot at the 24/7 championship. You know, last time it was Bailey saying we're not gonna we're not gonna try to roll you up and win this championship, which was a direct dig at the uh, at the 24/7 championship. Uh, this time, uh, Dana Brooke uh, Dana Brooke was telling Dakota Kai how ready she was. She says, "I'm always ready, 24/7," and Dakota just rolls her eyes. So, so there. So I feel like, to be honest with you, at this point. The uh, the demise of the twenty four seven championship is coming very soon. Um, I don't know when. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if they're just going to write it off TV or whether they're going to destroy it on live TV, or are they just going to quietly make it go away and Dana's just going to drop it or something. So who knows? Who knows what will happen? Um, and Dakota obviously goes on to beat Dana Brooke in in a match uh, later on, which, like I said, it was just a match. No real excitement to it, just probably a warm-up match for um, the tag match next week. So, and then the last match was 
Theory uh, defeating Ziggler because uh, now uh, Theory, Mr. Money in the Bank, is finally back on Monday Night Raw after a couple weeks of, you know, uh, dealing with the death of his uncle, I believe. Uh, so I, b- I believe now he's back from all that. Um, and yeah, this was a good match, but I it was it was kind of interesting because they probably needed to put a, 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 a period on this or something because, like I said, you know, Ziggler had come down to ringside during Theory's matches over the last few weeks and stuff, and, and I guess I don't know if this was closing the door on that, and maybe that storyline was from the old regime, and now Triple H just wanted to go forward and kind of doing something else. I don't know as far as what's going to happen there. Uh, but this was a very good match, but I think I, but this is where the end, this was the main event. And I was thinking maybe there was something else coming, uh, just because this was just a, I guess a random main event. So I, I don't know. This just didn't seem, even though it was a good match, it didn't seem main event quality because it, there was really no, there was really no solid story between these two. So, uh, it's not that they're not both incredible wrestlers, incredible athletes. It's, and they didn't have a great match. They did, but like I said, there was that. There wasn't a straight, There wasn't a strong storyline there, so I don't think it was main event worthy. Um, and like I said, that's how Monday Night Raw ended. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, like I said again, pretty decent. Uh, pretty decent uh, night overall on Monday Night Raw. Uh, but like I said, the ending of Monday Night Raw, I think, kind of was a little lackluster. It was a little disappointing. I was maybe expecting another return at the end of the, at the end of the night. And, uh, we didn't get it. We just, uh, we just got, uh, you know, uh, just got a good match between two great superstars, but no, uh, no return. So like I said, that was the only thing I thought was a little disappointing was, uh, the ending of the match. So anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's my raw report there or, like I said, my raw wrap up or raw recap, whatever you want to call it. So again, I promise I'd do, I'd give you a little story on the rebranding. So again, uh, I'm, we're no longer going to be WWE setting the stage. It's going to be setting the stage wrestling podcast is what it's going to be. Uh, this is so I can expand, uh, things uh, to other promotions in wrestling. This is so I don't really have to be exclusive to WWE. I don't really have to put the WWE logo on my, um, on my logo for maybe future merchandise, uh, ideas or something. So I don't have to do that to risk uh, copyright infringement. So, so again, uh, so let me give you some updates on everything. So the website is stswrestling.com. That's the one-stop shop. You can find out where the wrestling is being, the wrestling podcast is being, uh, distributed, whether it be Apple podcasts, Amazon music, Spotify, whatever. Um, I now only have one email. The one email you can reach me at is, is garland at stswrestling.com. Uh, you can reach me at that uh, email if you want to just talk wrestling, if you want to give me some suggestions, any type of things. Like I said, I I, uh, I respond to all the emails. Um, my Facebook is at Bearded Wrestling, Bearded Wrestling Jester, but really the only reason I have a Facebook is so I can run my Facebook group, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, so I... It really does no good to friend me on Facebook because I don't really do a lot with that page. So it's it's just like it's just like I said because Facebook has the rule that you have to have a personal profile in order to run a Facebook group. So that's really the only one reason I have it. All right. So the Facebook group is uh, setting. It's now setting the stage. STS Wrestling. So you can just type in setting the stage, and I'm sure it'll come right up, and you'll be able to uh, request to join, and I will. Uh, 
I'll accept your invite. I'll accept uh, you and invite you in to join the group, uh, so we can have some fun, talk wrestling. You know, anything you want to do. Um, uh, Instagram is at STS Wrestling. Um, TikTok is also the same at STS Wrestling. Um, Twitter and Twitch, I had to kind of uh, kind of adjust a little bit. Those two are at STS Wrestling Pod. Uh, those two, the, that's Twitch and Twitter, are so that's an easy way. The, the two the two TWs are at STS Wrestling Pod, and then the YouTube channel is Setting the Stage STS Wrestling. So that's uh, pretty much the same as the uh, as the Facebook group. So um, yeah, so I figured I'd give you all those uh, social media links, emails, whatever. Uh, like I said, the YouTube and the uh, Twitch are going to probably be coming soon as I probably eventually will take this podcast to video as well as audio. Um, probably going to do that for maybe the 100th episode as we're coming up on that pretty soon. I think we're at episode, I think, 93 or 94. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, but, yeah, pretty soon I'm maybe I'm going to do that to maybe celebrate the 100th episode. So uh, so stay tuned for that. So, um So anyway, that about wraps it up, and uh, without further ado, uh, like I said, I'll probably be back again to do your SmackDown wrap-up. I know I've been in the past telling you I'm going to do NXT 2.0 recaps and stuff. I may not do that. I may just talk about here here and there. I might talk a little bit about NXT, but I really feel like NXT still needs some improvements. Um, They're not really doing much to gain my excitement, to be completely honest. Uh, as of right now, and I think the reason for that is, is Triple H right now is working on Raw and SmackDown and getting them to be top-notch shows, and then eventually he's probably going to move on to NXT 2.0 and see what he can do with that as well. So, um, but I'll talk about it here and there, and I'll try to maybe do something in the future with NXT. Also, as far as the other promotions are concerned, I'm probably going to try to start implementing them pretty soon into the show as well. Um, and, and like I said, I love I love wrestling. I'm a big wrestling fan, but but as you guys all all know, when you watch WWE, AEW, Impact, I'll just mention those three real quick, and NXT, obviously, is a WWE, you're pretty much watching wrestling almost seven days a week, you know? And while, you know, I love doing it, it's a lot of content to consume, so i got to figure out how I'm going to do that and implement the show so I don't make these shows, like, three or four hours, you know, talking in one night and stuff. So, um, but, you know, I'll come up with something, and we'll see what's going on, and We'll see how I'm going to do this and everything. So without further ado, I guess the next thing, next time I'll see you guys for right now is for SmackDown. I'm probably not going to do AEW and Impact this week. Um, like I said, I might save AEW and Impact and all those rest of those for also for the 100th episode because then we can do a really kind of a big episode and start talking about those at that point. And at that point, hopefully I'll have the intro and the outro fixed as well. And like I said, it'll just, it'll feel like a brand new show by the time we get to episode 100. So, uh, so bear with me, uh, just be, just be patient. And like I said, we should have like a brand new spanking show, uh, here pretty soon. So, so with, with that, with, with that being said, um, I guess I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, tag in and leave me a review or share the show with someone who you think would love it. I'll see you at ringside for the next episode.